Good afternoon, listener. Welcome to the Radio Star Show. I'm Emily and I'll be your host for today. So, Listener Arctic Radio has partnered with Red Cross Children's Hospital, whereby they come to chat to us about different health issues, educations, and promotions. Registrars are qualified doctors who are specializing in a health field that interests them and they are studying further. The registrars that we interview are all studying pediatrics because they want to work with children, and some are studying even further to specialize in different fields. So listeners, today's theme is all about measles. The Western Cape Department of Health and Wellness held a measles vaccination campaign that's just ended on the 31st of March. Listener, please stay tuned for more educational entertainment. You can interact with us on social media. On Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, we are at Ardix Radio SA. So before we get into the show, let's listen to some music. This is Younger by Jika and, or sorry, featuring AKA. Hi, my name is Indonesia Pinar. I am 12 years old and I'm an Ardix Radio Young Reporter. What inspired me to join Ardix Radio was their kindness and how they treat the children. If I didn't join Rx Radio, I would have been shy because Rx Radio taught me to be myself and never be shy. Rx Radio should be kept open because Rx Radio takes a huge part of the hospital. Rx Radio helps children in the hospital to listen to music, interviews and different information. My name is Leila and I'm 13 years old. Rx Radio has impacted my life by teaching me about the radio and other things. My name is Leah Mani, I'm 15 years old and I'm a Rx Radio reporter. Rx Radio made a difference in my life by helping me to interact socially and speak out more oftenly. Hi, my name is Shinali Abrams. I am 14 years old. I am a Oryxio reporter. Oryxio has made a big difference in my life by helping me become self-confident and resilient. My name is Kou. I am 11 years old in the Omroper of Rx Radio. I have more self-trouwen entwickled when I was Rx Radio. This makes a big difference in my life, because I learn more and I is nog op for more leer. You are tuning in to Arctic Stadium's Registrar Show where we chat to doctors about different health topics that affect children and parents. So sit back, relax and learn something new right here on Arctic Stadium. Arctic Stadium, by and for children. That was Younger by Jika featuring AKA. So listen, and now it's time for the first, in, oh, sorry, for the main interview of the show where we will be focusing on measles. Um, today's guest is Bradley Brown. Bradley is a pediatrician, fo- sorry, completing the last few months of his registrar time at Red Cross War Memorial Children's Hospital. He is very interested in public health and has a master's degree in international health and tropical medicine from the University of Oxford. So firstly, Bradley, how are you? 
I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me this afternoon. Of course. So, firstly, what is the cause of measles and is it a serious health condition? So, measles is caused by a little germ, a little virus. You could say the same as a cold or a flu or even like coronavirus. And um, this little virus can cause very severe illness, especially in small children. What are the symptoms of measles? So measles has uh, what most people know measles for is that typical rash that you get. Mm -hmm. But actually measles <coughs> usually starts with just a bit of a runny nose, bit of a cough, maybe slightly red itchy eyes. And then only after three or four days do you start getting this classic measles rash. And the rash of measles normally starts on your face and then over the next few days slowly spreads down to involve your chest <coughs> and your tummy and your arms. Yeah, and those are the main kind of presenting features of, of measles. Well, that's very interesting. And of course, measles is such an important topic. So how soon do the symptoms appear? So if you get exposed to someone with measles, it normally takes about 10 to 14 days before you start getting the runny nose or the initial um, uh, symptoms of measles. The one thing that I didn't mention previously about the symptoms is the fever. The fever is also really important and often can only come after a few days. Mm -hmm. This next one is actually a very interesting question. So are measles contagious and if yes, how long are they contagious for? That is a very interesting question. Um, so measles is very contagious. You don't need to be in contact with someone else who's got measles for very long to actually get measles yourself. And especially if you're a small child, younger than five years old, you can catch measles quite quickly. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing is that even before the rash appears on your face, so you've just got a bit of a runny nose, maybe a bit of snot, maybe some sore eyes, you're even contagious then before you get the rash. And they'd usually say four days before the rash, and four days after the rash, you're contagious. And outside those eight days, you shouldn't be contagious anymore. That's actually very interesting. I never knew that. So from what age should the measles vaccination be administered to children? So in South Africa, we recommend giving the first vaccination for measles from six months onwards. So you get your first vaccine at six months, and then you get your second vaccine when you're 12 months, so when you're one year old. And the reason to get it in there nice and early is because measles is most severe when you're small, so you want to try to get that vaccine early to prevent getting measles when you're still a baby. So are there any side effects from the vaccination? The vaccination can cause some side effects and the majority of them are very mild. So um, the most common one is a bit of pain at the vaccine site. You often get the vaccine in your thigh mm -hmm. and so it can be a bit red, a little bit sore for a few days, but often if you just take a panado, that will settle quite nicely. Um, after about a week or two, you can get a very mild rash and a very mild fever. Again, those are mild symptoms that tend to go away um, quite quickly, maybe you can just use a panado. And very rarely you get a more severe reaction to the vaccine. And that can be something like if you have an allergy to the vaccine, but that uh, we, we see very, very uh, uncommon. I've never seen it before in my life. So thank you so much for, your, for all your answers for now. Um, but listener, let's just really quickly take a quick ad break. And after that, we will go straight back into the interview. You are listening to IREX Radio. For and by children. IREX Radio.
My name is Amira Pinar. I am 21 years old and I am an RX Radio reporter. I joined RX Radio because I needed to take my sister Tamina. And then my mom is like, why don't you join as well so you don't have to be like sitting outside and doing absolutely nothing. But I also feel like I said yes to joining RX Radio because I thought maybe it could be like something that would help me not be shy anymore and maybe it would have been like a bond experience for my sister which it was two of us got so much more closer if i didn't have rx radio i think i would still be that shy little girl who constantly hid from doing things that made me have to speak in front of a lot of people and with radio obviously you're not standing in front of people you are alone you're talking to a mic so it made me feel more comfortable rx radio has helped me obviously get out of my shell because i mean imagine a small tiny girl with glasses coming up on stage and speaking obviously you're gonna be like what is she doing there she don't look comfortable but rx radio has made me now as confident to stand up on stage and scream not literally of course rx radio gave me a voice basically it has also helped me connect more with my sisters because it was like a bonding experience for us it also helped me meet people that understood what it was like to be a sibling of someone who had cancer so i wasn't alone I had people to talk to. I made lots of friends. I think it's important to keep Oryx Radio open. It hasn't just helped the kids of Red Cross Hospital. It has also helped the family of the kids that joined. It has made them become a community to support each other and help each other. It also has made the kids feel heard and understood and it has given them their voices so that they can show off their unique selves. That is why I think RX Radio is important for all the kids, not just in the hospital, but kids in the whole entire world. You are tuning to Arctic Stadia's Registrar Show, where we chat to doctors about different health topics that affect children and parents. So sit back, relax, and learn something new right here on Arctic Stadia. Arctic Stadia, by and for children. Welcome back to the Registrar Show, listener. Um, I'm Emily, and we are currently in the middle of having an interview with Bradley Brown on measles. So let's get back into it. So Bradley, what age group is mostly if affected by measles? So measles can affect any age group, children, adults, doesn't matter where you are in life. But I would say that the most important group is children, mm-hmm. and especially small children. So the smaller you are, the younger you are, the more serious you can get a measles infection and the more kind of dangerous it can be. Mm-hmm. So although everyone gets affected, it is a bit more often children than other people, but definitely the children can get more severe forms of, of measles. So that, that's why we so it's so important 
in children. So I'm assuming that's because children have weaker immune systems. Yeah, they have weaker immune systems. They haven't been exposed to as many, you know, maybe a child's only going to be three months. Mm -hmm. And remember I said that you normally get your vaccine at six months. Yes. So maybe you're not due for your vaccine yet. So you haven't got any protection of measles. And then if you get exposed to it, it's like, wow, you really are quite vulnerable to it because you've never had that protection given to you. So, how are measles transmitted from one person to another? So, um, that's a very interesting question. Um, Everyone tends to remember measles for the rash, which is a really important feature. But interestingly, measles is actually transmitted by what you call your respiratory secretions. So, um, when you cough, when you sneeze, all those little droplets that you spread into the air, um, they spread measles very effectively. And even if you say sitting in a room and I'm coughing and I'm sneezing and I leave that room and then someone else comes in those droplets can still be hanging in the air for quite some time and they can infect the next person that comes into that room Mm -hmm. Um, more uncommonly it can be spread by direct contact with that rash but that's much less uh, likely and much less common than getting spread from coughing and sneezing and things like that Um, what are the complications of measles Another really important question. Mm -hmm. Um, The complications of measles is where things get quite serious and it can be quite severe. So especially young children, they can get really severe forms of measles Mm -hmm. where they get a bad pneumonia. A pneumonia basically means that that measles germ, that virus, basically goes down into your chest, into your lungs. And it starts causing your lungs to be full of secretions and, and really sick. And then you can't breathe nicely. And that's often when you have to go to hospital, you have to get extra oxygen and extra support and things mm-hmm. like that. So pneumonia is a really important complication. There are a few other important ones. It can cause a bit of a tummy upset as well. Um, it can cause permanent damage to your eyes, mm-hmm. which is something that um, uh, is not seen very commonly, but it does happen. And what it does is basically the, the measles can just infect that little cornea that, that's around the eye <coughs> and cause a bit of inflammation, so like swelling and redness, and then it can cause scarring. And if that tissue gets any scarring in it, then it can actually affect the vision, your vision for the rest of your life. So that can be a really serious uh, complication of getting measles. And the last important one that I'd want to mention is something with a bit of a complicated name. It's called encephalitis. And basically that just means a swelling of your brain. And so the measles can actually go into the brain and cause an infection there. And you can imagine that's also going to cause you to be quite sick. And I think the important message with all of these complications is that they tend to happen in children who are very small, you know, Mm. like the, the really small kids tend to get those complications much worse. I never actually knew the thing about the eyes and measles. So this next, sorry, this next question is actually really important. Um, can measles be treated? Well, yeah, that is a very important question. And sadly, I would say there's no actual specific good treatment for measles itself. Uh, what we do, uh, interestingly enough, we find that uh, individuals who get measles, they tend to get quite a severe vitamin deficiency, especially vitamin A deficiency. Um, 
So it does actually make quite a big difference if you give vitamin A to the person person who's uh, co- uh, contracted measles. But that's not a cure, you know. You're not actually fighting off the measles or getting rid of the infection. You're just supporting the immune system because vitamin A is just something that's really good for your immune system. It's good for your eye health. It's good for the health of your tummy. And... Um, it's not actually going to specifically treat the measles, but it's going to make your body stronger to fight it off. Um, but if you think of other kind of virus infections, you know, recently everyone's talking about COVID, but also the common cold or the flu. It's not necessarily a specific uh, medication you give that's going to fight that off. You know, you kind of need to let your body just do the work. Okay, so this question goes along with can measles be treated? So can measles be prevented? Yes, and I think that is probably the the best news. You know, that's the good news of the whole story, is that we can very, very effectively and easily prevent measles with the vaccine. So as I, I mentioned earlier, at six months you get your first vaccine. When you're one year old, you get your second vaccine. Mm-hmm. After you've had that second vaccine, your protection is up to 99%. You know, so the chances of you getting measles after you've had your two vaccines is extremely low and even if you do get measles after those vaccines it's much likely to be much more likely to be a much milder form of measles without any complications and so you know all these kind of scary things the pneumonia the eye complications encephalitis you know in a a condition that can't be treated can all be it's a bit you know sounds like a bit of a grim story but the the hope there comes in with the vaccination you know once that vaccine's in you can rest assured you're, you're safe. All right. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, I think I'd just like to say that, you know, measles is, is currently a really important topic because we're actually having an outbreak uh, mm-hmm. in South Africa. And um, in, in most of the provinces in the country, you know, the, the Department of Health has declared an outbreak, including in the Western Cape. And so now more than ever, it's, it's more important to get out there, go to your local clinic, go to your hospital, speak to your doctor or your GP about getting a measles vaccine for yourself and especially for your child. And during these times when there's an outbreak, um, we even tend to offer booster doses of the vaccine to very small children um, to, to prevent getting measles you know, during this risky time. And here at Red Cross Hospital, we were running a a vaccination campaign, which has ended quite recently. But even now, if you're seeing your doctor or a nurse and you're at Red Cross Hospital, you can just ask them about the measles vaccine. They can write you a prescription, you can get your vaccine, and it can make you just rest easy that you're not going to, you know, suffer from this terrible condition. So, um, yeah, that would be the main message, I think. That's, That's the most important thing for me. Thank you so much, Bradley, for joining us today in studio. Listener, I hope you um, enjoyed the interview just as much as I did. Of course, measles is a very important um, topic we should always be talking about. Listener, you can interact with us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are at Radio RDXRadioSA. So before I end off the show, let's listen to some music. This is Photograph by Ed Sheridan.